Well, stackers, it's that time again. Each season, we have our share of fun and adventure, but every now and then we slip up or things slip up around us, and it's fun to save those things aside and share them with you at the end of our season. Because we like to focus on the play of the game and keeping the story going during the season, we don't want to cause a lot of distraction by keeping it in, so we save it off and then share it with you at the end as kind of a special summer gift. We sure hope you'll enjoy what we share with you in this and the next episode. One of the things that has been a constant through our recording experience is the road behind us and various other interruptions. I thought you were going to be all philosophical, like the road behind us, the places we've been. But no, you mean the road behind you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, literally the road behind us. I don't know. Meredith, you want to talk about the interruptions we face? (laughs) Long-time listeners will know we're just recording in our kitchen, and our kitchen is against the back of our house, which backs onto an increasingly busy road. Mm -hmm. It used to be very quiet when we first moved here. Then they built a bunch of houses back there, and so now there's a lot more traffic. Plus, people realize, hey, I can cut through here to get to the other big road. So um, there's always that. We also have two cats who are often going in and out, and Rhett's chair backs onto the sliding glass door through which they go. So there's that. <laughs> and we have neighbors. And we have neighbors who will mow their lawns or bounce baths. Yeah. yeah, on Saturday at 11. What, exactly. What right jerks. when we're sitting down to record. <laughs> how dare they take care of yeah. outdoor things. Or how dare the neighborhood children enjoy the outdoors <laughs> and play while we're trying to get something done. So, yeah, we hear a lot of that. Your air handling unit passes gas <laughs> from time to time. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. Dropping ice cubes. Yeah, dropping ice cubes everywhere. <laughs> You know, things like that. Heard that one coming from a mile away. He's like, wait. (laughs) Someone's coming. (laughs) All right. Does um, Aldebaracolis have any reaction? He giggles a little as you're crawling around. (laughs) 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 Uh, He roars. And then motors away. Ha <laughs> ha, suckers! <laughs> now you're stuck down here. Yeah, right. <laughs> I hate um, that basketball. What? I hate that basketball. Can you hear it dribbling out there? It, yeah. it won't come through, but it's it's over there. It's this one kid. He just goes out there and he boom, boom, boom. You are your mother's son. She doesn't like children having fun outside either. <laughs> <laughs> the bellowing of these creatures echoes through this swampy area. There it like is. That. It's echoing. And we have a bird going in the background that may or may not come through. You want to let the cat out? Was that even was that even going on when we were talking the no. whole time? No. <laughs> no, just starting. Look, now it's quiet. I yeah. know, right? The moment you start, it's going. <laughs> you pick a street at random and head down it. It does seem to be a little bit broader. There's cars. <laughs> Yeah. Motorcycles. <laughs> what are you hearing? There's a car over that way. Here it is. Is it a chopper? There it is. 
Oh, it was over that way. Wow. Is that necessary? That oh, dude needs a muffler. We have a guy who comes through here most evenings, and he he's a backfirer. Mm. Oh, yeah. Bang, bang. Kablam. Yeah, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Anyway. <laughs> you hear the patterns of the airships in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he's like, he's starting. Yeah. He's pulling the pull string. <laughs> wow. Our outboard motor is a little Wow, this is nuts. It is, is like, like, like a, and who is that? Like, are you? Some kind of a convention in town. <laughs> All going down this. They're celebrating season five with us. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> there are a lot of cars driving on that road today mm-hmm. for some reason. Yep. All good. And the heater thing is off. Uh, yeah. Turn Ice cubes off. are off. Ice cubes yeah. are off. They've been off for a couple of days, actually. You put the sign out. Be yeah. quiet. Yeah. Please rev. The tray was overflowing, so that ice tray's been off for a couple of days now. So. If I can keep up appearances and eat this stupid cat. <laughs> that cat is still flying through the air. My, name is, <laughs> My name is Alf, and I eat cats. Well, she came out, and then she went into uh, Thane's room, so I thought, oh, she'll just go out of the bed. You want me to just like, close the door on her? Mm-hmm. That flying cat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just gaining speed. <laughs> <laughs> All it takes is one to breed. <laughs> yeah, like a whole litter of them. Yeah, so actually I do have plans to have this be a, a Yukonos thing. <laughs> the flying cats. The flying cats of Yukonos. <laughs> they don't have wings. They just fly. <laughs> the girls oh my goodness, are... that was so funny. I, I saw the squirrel, squirrel. And I'm like... Man, that squirrel, squirrel is because, trucking. It was a squirrel that was running across <laughs> of our fence at the same time. And then, <laughs> Bess? I'm just uh, looking around. From from the deck? Yeah. Actually, I'm flying my Cessna. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our feet touch down on the smooth planking of the deck of the Lord. I thought so. Our feet touch down on the smooth. <laughs> what the <laughs> is going on? It's sounding. <laughs> oh, he's about to talk. Go. Yeah. <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> Dimitri, you are wandering up the street. I would say wandering is probably not the right word. You are moving up the street purposefully. Hang on. Hello. Here he comes now. So has Bash come out, uh, out of the apartment? It's well, wonderful. I'm going to slip that under here under my cloak real quick and see if I can get that to her real quiet like. <laughs> Man. Grief. Sorry, I just ate. <laughs> <laughs> wait for this. You can make it. Come on. I 
think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Would it help if I got out and pushed? (laughs) 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 Gotta crank a little faster. Hang on one second. Oh, are you kidding? Oh, the lawnmower. Uh, Now, when I was recording last weekend, this guy started up for about a minute and then stopped. Okay. And then I finished my recording. They're just like idling behind her. These have got to be the loudest vehicles (laughs) on the planet. Nobody has mufflers anymore. Mufflers are so 20 years ago. All right, I'm going to pick up my bowl in my left hand, though, because my spoon is in my right. And I'm going to head out to where um, Tira is. And I'm going to be, like, sipping, eating uh, out of the bowl while I say, Hey, my, my, uh, my spoon is, is hot. All that great voice acting. Yeah. Hey, Tira, my spoon is hot. (laughs) (laughs) They don't believe in mufflers around here in this area? That's less impressive. You want to leave that bass rumbling as you go. After the first couple minutes aloft, however, as you feel... (laughs) What is going on? <laughs> that was the outside unit kicking in. <laughs> what was that? Welcome back, y'all. We should put a sign up out there that's saying recording, so please keep it down. Yeah, Take that'll work. Help. That'll work. <laughs> yeah, totes. I think that's a really good idea because... A lot of the intimidation with role-playing comes from not knowing what to say. So when you... Oh, I'm sorry. When you... um, Stop it. It's the cat. You can cut this part out. Hang on. Hang on. (laughs) As the cat goes sailing across the screen. Um, (laughs) Hang on. Wow. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit right here and rev. <laughs> He's popping wheelies and just like going in a circle. Oh boy. Let's just pause for a moment as well, the, the uh, Sky Rider makes his way out. We have a plane circling our house. Get out of here, Andy. It says <laughs> F. B.I. on it? (laughs) They're they're actually landing. It's a helicopter. (laughs) We've had helicopters circling the neighborhood Mm. a a couple times since we've lived here when there's been like a murderer loose. Oh my gosh. A literal murderer. Literal murderer. Loose in the, like in the woods. Well, uh, you would probably don't come from that. You come from over here when you come up, right? Yeah. So there's, as you go that way, well, we pass it all the time. We're going to go to, there's like those woods right before the school. Yeah, yeah. And there's like somebody who like stabbed uh, a husband and a wife or something like that, and was hiding out. And in was the woods. hiding out in the woods, and we had helicopters. Your front door's unlocked, by the way. Yeah, uh, our cars yeah. too. Well, whenever, whenever we find out that that's happening, I go around and lock all the doors. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, every time a killer just decides to haunt our neighborhood, <laughs> yeah. we close the doors. It's been like twice in twelve years. It's fine. She looks at you, Dimitri, 
doesn't seem to register anything. Okay. But Wamberbash, as she looks at you, her eyes widen and she... And she motors rev, away. Rubs her engine. <laughs> <laughs> she gets on her Harley and rolls off. <laughs> and then plus... Hang on, uh, hang on. The birds seem perfectly content. Uh, they groom themselves and each other. And while they're distracted by a passing car. <laughs> <laughs> With that, the figure drives his car. Yeah, rushes forward. <laughs> <laughs> what languages do you know? Um, just common and infernal. Okay. Unfortunately. Doesn't mean anything to you. Sure. Sure. So when he sees again nothing, he he sighs. <laughs> <laughs> but see, like, but character-wise, you would never hide. Yeah, I'm like, why would, would never... I do that? Yeah. I would just motor straight toward that fool. <laughs> then you squirt through the other side, and then you find yourself skidding on your backside. Your very noisy backside. <laughs> a faint breeze stirs the feathers on the screens, sending them dancing and spinning with soft grace. A gibbous moon slides into view overhead. Fancy. I would have thought it a waxing moon, actually. <laughs> well, it could, it's waxing gibbous. <laughs> yeah. We drift upward and southward toward the harbor with increasing speed and then <laughs> there we go there's the increasing speed, speed. <laughs> oh boy food is the stuff of life <laughs> that's another michael segment i think <laughs> <laughs> food is just one of those things i mean we i think it largely has to do with the time that we record saturday morning at about 10 by the time we're done, it's usually around one or so because we do a couple episodes at a time. And by then, it's me over here hugging myself to keep the rumbling down. Meredith looking embarrassed every time <laughs> she's... She passes gas. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> she's making stomach noises, you know. So we look forward to just doing stuff together. But food crops up in our recordings also. I think that is why Bash talks about food so much because Michael is just living vicariously through Bash <laughs> to talk about the things that he is thinking about eating after we get done recording. Yeah, and he loves food too. We all love mm -hmm. food. Yeah, so it's just fun to see when that comes up and how it comes up. And we hope you'll enjoy these segments. Speaking of which. <laughs> I know. Let's, I'm let's, in a German let's fast track this, buddy. I've had some gourmet burgers yeah. that were pretty good. Um, I don't like bison burgers because they don't have a lot of fat. So yeah. the flavor is not the same. Like when we were out in North Dakota, yeah, North Dakota, we went to a place that, you know, served bison burgers. And I'm like, I mean, it's good, but. Yeah. And, and the waitress is like, how are your burgers? And we're like, you know, we're Christians, so we don't lie. We're like, it's, I mean, it's good. It's not the best burger I've ever. She's like, well, are you normally eating, you're normally eating burgers with a bunch of fat. I said, this is lean, these are leaner, so it's yeah. not going to have the same flavor. Right. I'm like, yeah, we don't hate it. 
can you please get away from the table? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it was it was okay. It was good. I remember dad asking because he was a big fan of Fuddruckers. Yes. Loved Fuddruckers yeah. burgers. And, you know, you know my dad. He didn't know a stranger. Yeah. So one time when he was at Fuddruckers ordering his food and he just said, hey, can I ask, you know, what kind of, either what kind of beef you guys use or do you season the patties at all? And the guy told him, no, they just use like the 73%. <laughs> Sounds you know, good to me. Yeah. And, and that's it. I mean, probably salt and pepper, but, you know, just yeah. re- regular seasoned and then just uh, like a full fat ground beef. And I'm like, well, that would explain they, they it. There used to be a bunch of Fuddruckers around, but I think yep. they've all closed down around There was here one too. at the Annapolis Mall yeah. right behind Uncle Julio's. And that thing is, has been flattened. <laughs> yeah, the building is gone. Now, was that because of the pandemic or was it even before then? Before then. Uh, yeah, it's okay. been gone. For, the, like the building has been standing there vacant for a while. The one on Rockville Pike is gone. That, 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 Building was flattened too, and there's a high rise going there. Man, yeah. Rockville Bethesda is really changing hmm. uh, for the worst, in my opinion. I mean, if they're going to just going to put a whole bunch of high rises and get more people to be living in that small area instead yeah. of small space, just like 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 Chick Fil A, yeah, <laughs> they can get heathens to work there on Sunday. So it's uh, <laughs> it's just interesting. This may be an odd question, but do you have any chocolate? Wow, excelente. I'm, oh, okay. I'm feeling a bit peckish, so I thought, uh... <laughs> All right, we are going to take eight experience points Woo! each for the battle. And then we're going to eat something. <laughs> no mm. And then we're going to get some bonus points for some food for rent. <laughs> I tell you what, man, we went to some of the best eats in Chicago. Oh, I believe it. Oh, yeah, Ever- Everest? It's on the very top of one of the uh, skyscrapers there. Excellent food, 12-course meal. Good grief. They made my tea with the appropriate temperature yeah. of water yeah. and loose leaf and everything else. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I was like, so I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the table with a bunch of my colleagues, and they're like, I'm like, oh, you have loose leaf. They're yeah. like, yes, sir, we have an extensive loose leaf. So they, they gave us a loose leaf menu. <laughs> and then I'm looking at it, I'm like, I'll take this Wulong, but like, may I suggest, and like, you want your, you want your water at 190 or 195? I said, yes. And they go away and my colleagues are looking at me and I'm like, you don't even know. Don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, shut up. And what, here to come find out, every restaurant there had loose leaf and knew how to do it because the local tea uh, vibe in the area got with all of the other restaurants, have a deal to purchase their teas, and they gave them classes on how to properly prepare tea and everything else. And, and that's, so that's what you want to do. I'm like, yes, every single restaurant we went to in Chicago had loose leaf tea. I'm like, this place is up the chain. There, 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 there's a place called Bivette's. What are you looking for? Oh, candy. M&Ms or something like that? Yeah. Oh, yep. just, there's I got you. Oh, you I got, got you. Got, he has I peanut butter. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh, here we are, go. Are these, are these rinsed and washed off? No. No, they're not rinsed or anything. Okay, but you, yeah, yeah, rinse one. Do you want m and still or just the apple? Uh, I'm going to have both because that's going to be the crickets and locusts and this is going to be an apple. Or, or some type of a fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you tell me how much you want. Just like two or three. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. Yes, you are. Oh yeah, I'm just doing this for the role playing. (laughs) Yeah, it's going. That's my apple too. Oh, is it really? (laughs) Stop it! It's an apple. Why don't we get going? Did you get some to eat? Soon.
We have a collection of individual clips from each of the members at the table here. We'll start with Michael talking about Meredith. Things that you have come to know about Meredith through our recordings, things that you've noticed during recording. One, she's scary. Um, (laughs) Two, intimidating. Um, No, so here's the deal. When I first met Meredith, she came in to the building. She was very quiet. Um, She was like, yes, yes. And she was like, oh, hi, nice to meet you and everything else. And then if you were to take us from that setting and switch to this, <laughs> and here's the deal. Am I the only one living through my character or is Meredith also <laughs> living through her character? Because, uh, man, um, I think Meredith has some opinions. Uh, they could be strong at times about certain things and they come out, uh, but it's fun. It's fun. It adds to the character. It adds to the gameplay. And like I said, many, many times out of all the times I've played d this is my favorite game. My favorite game, my favorite time. And what's cool is it's recorded. Yeah. I think it's interesting that, if you know, you tell people about the, the kind of things that they play and that there are certain things that might make sense and there are things that just don't make sense. And so the idea that, because I, I was talking about uh, this game with somebody else and the idea that I said, well, you know, Meredith plays a, a dwarf barbarian <laughs> and they made a face. I'm like, no. And it works. It works. Weirdly <laughs> enough, that works. It does. Well, here are some classic Meredith moments from season five. Oh, it's nothing but. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we'll be that difficult to follow. All right. That wasn't Tira. That was just me. Yeah. All right. Tira. All right. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> Thank you very much, but I actually do have a second act. I- Acts. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Let me axe you something. Yeah. It's the axe of the apostles. Yes. <laughs> Damn Jesus guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pigeon. The Jesus guys, yeah. Yeah. Exercise. I always spell exercise wrong. E-X-O-R-C-I-S-E. <laughs> no. I always, I don't know what it is. I always want to put a C after the X. Oh, gotcha. And I just, I, I cannot... Get myself to stop doing that. Because what happens is I put it in there knowing there is a C in it. And then I get to the actual C and I'm like, there's not a C there. You know, I'm like, there's not two C's. Yeah. (sighs) Meredith is just being Meredith. Yeah. I like precision. (laughs) You do. (laughs) Interesting. When did that happen? (laughs) Just now. At 1238. Yes. One of the two clean podcasts I am caught up on. Little thumbs up. I use... <laughs> yes, that one. All right. Um, I'm having problems this we, we, morning. Michael, you want to say something? <laughs> but we came here with a Simmeries. Mm. On, Ching. yeah. <laughs> Let me just drop that name here real quick. On a related assignment, which will affect the security of this entire area, it is our intention to. Oh, good grief! I lost my way along <laughs> in that sentence. The Congo smiles at the attendant, who leads you. 
Whoa. <laughs> Past yeah, the roaring waterfall. Stop. I need to stop putting things in my stomach for it to work <laughs> yeah. on. That was... I need the to, roar of the I waterfall. I need to bump the, yeah, uh, the volume. That, that's, that's for the blooper reel yeah. right there. It's called borborygmus. The, the stomach sound. Really? Oh. Yeah. It, the sound of your stomach working on things. Yeah. And it's it's onomatopoeic. It's one of those Greek words where they're like, it sounds like bar 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 bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's uh, the word again? Borborygmus. Okay. Spelled exactly the way it sounds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I guess I'll let him up. Let's go in here and see what they have that we can use. That's terrible. He's Mexican. Let's, <laughs> Let's go in here. Let's go in here. That's got to all come out. Oh, yeah, that's unfortunately. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's a shame. Good morning. Good morning, Monty. Listen, I can see you've just woken up, but I need to get straight to the point. We have had... There, oh, hang on. He blinks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have time to waste. I don't think we. <laughs> Boy, my joints are getting all creepy. Yeah, I know. There's another tree moving. Oh, yeah, my dice. <laughs> Tira. Uh, she does cast a quick glance over her shoulder just to indicate to him that she heard. Um, I. I <sighs> I <laughs> She's going Next. into a rage for some reason. Sam, Sam, Sam wings the dude and does eighty points of damage. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> Who's thumping around? <laughs> That's thump. Thump, <laughs> thumping. <laughs> Got one to go outside. Um. <coughs> Sorry. Tira, are you okay? I'm, just <laughs> I'm <joking>. dying, clearly. <laughs> um, once Tira has exhausted that power, and of course, Wombabash starts to turn back into his self, so what she was holding on to kind of disappears. She's going to fall forward onto... Onto the microphone. Onto the, onto the, onto the microphone. microphone. <laughs> she falls forward onto all four, so she already was on her knees. Now uh -huh. she just falls forward onto her hands. You speak of the innocence in this town. In case you didn't notice, what was it? What were we called again? The shackle breakers? Shackle biters. Sha the ankle biters. <laughs> shackle breakers. Now, at the end of your turn, uh huh, you can do a charisma save. To see if I can end the effect? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I guess so. You want me to do that? Yeah. yeah. Is, sure. your, are, so you is your turn over? Are you done moving? Yeah, I, there's no point in moving. Okay. Everyone to fight is right in front of me, so. Yeah. All right. And that's a 20. <laughs> just flashback to the beginning, and that's a 20 or <laughs> You get to roll a four for that. <laughs> and it's a DC a charisma, of 20. <laughs> just a charisma saving throw? Yep. Okay. I think that as you gather people for a podcast, one of the things that you have to take into account is the table feel. You know, you want a good mix of good role play and funny sidebar and all that kind of stuff like we've already talked about. But, you know, you just need... Uh, a mixture of personalities too. And I am so thankful, Michael, that you have agreed to be a part of this show because I think you, through Womberbash, have added all sorts of fun and 
hijinks. Is that the word? And touching moments. And touching moments. Absolutely. Yeah. Those moments where Womberbash naively, but in full faith, hands his spoon over to the stranger or talks to Thump as a friend or, you know, any of those moments that we have treasured through the five years that we've been doing this. Michael, it's just been fun to have you here. That's it. No. Say, something. Say something. That's all she wrote. No, no I mean, I, lo- I love this game. It's cool. Well, you, you were talking about putting the world building in the hands of the players. Uh-huh. And um, that's one of the things about the way that Michael has taken this on. I'm not saying that that has not been also in Meredith's case. I and mean, there's been some things that Meredith has done as far as that. Uh, but some of the things that he has seen... It seems that he was kind of doing this creation in the moment. It felt a lot like some of the discussions that come. Uh, Inception is one of my favorite movies, and mm-hmm. one of the one of the ways that they talk about being in the dream is that you are experiencing it and creating it all at the exact same time. And one of the neat things about the way that Michael has kind of taken on some of this stuff is that the world of Vardalos has started to occur right in the middle of. Michael just kind of speaking those things into existence. There was a lot of stuff about the um, the center of town where all the food was when you were away from everybody else. The thing food. about the bar. Yeah. Oh yeah, the food obviously. But the, there was the thing about the, the 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 bar or the wand or the thing that you know. A lot of that just seems to it didn't even exist until you you know bringing that about. And so I really appreciate how so much of the creation as far as his landscape stuff just came from Michael just kind of riffing. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Michael is way better than I am. Whenever you ask us to describe a thing, I panic (laughs) and freeze because here's the thing. My lack of knowledge about general, like the the established D&D world still comes back to bite me in those moments. I don't know what I can say actually exists here, which I know Rhett will always say, well, it's our world. We can do whatever we want. Like, I know, but I want it to still feel like D&D and authentic. So it's like I freeze and I panic. Michael just like he he will describe things down to the inch and he's he, he's putting it together in front of him he's like again video podcast when you do he's putting it together in front of him while he's talking and he's pointing here and there and is literally making it in his mind it's amazing and that's Michael <laughs> and that's Michael, Michael. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. the 70s yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you recording this or something? Yeah. And he wants to be able to use it. Who cares? <laughs> do as I trained you. You know what you need to do. You understand me? I'll give you ice cream afterward. <laughs> I better think this is funny, y'all. It's not. Okay. <laughs> he turns around and he gestures to you. I think that's where we're going to end this episode. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Did you have something to say? Yes. Oh, what was it? I'll save it till next time. You'll yeah. forget it by then. I will. <laughs> the only way for us to do it is to raise these pillars. And it's inevitable. I hope he wouldn't use that word. Yeah, you said you wanted to be more grown up. I am Hungarian. Like, for real this time. (laughs) When I dance for Catherine, I'm not suggesting anything. (laughs) No, no, Asamris, I'm sorry. I...
there's a lot. Oh, that sounds generic. No, I, I don't like it. I was going to be like, there's a lot going on right now. There is much <laughs> of that which you don't not know. Yeah. <laughs> I so thought of you when I saw this. <laughs> so we were jamming yesterday. When Randy got home, I had the music on, and we were like, we were, we were popping, <laughs> popping and locking. It, yeah. it was awesome. <laughs> I'm just thinking, if she said that too, I'll be like, that's super insulting. Why would you say that to my face? Yeah. People. Say it to my butt <laughs> as I'm walking away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. And I'm going to try to carry the oldest daughter up and do the same thing that Tira did. Okay. <laughs> Today. Yeah. Does, does I got to warm up my dice. I have does the shaking I help. I see. Yes. Does the shaking help? <gasps> Luck point. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Do it again. I picked the right, wrong one. Here it is. <laughs> you shook it too much. You shook all the goodness out it of too, it. It was too warm. Somebody's touching me. That's Peter. He date. Alas, poor Peter. Alas. We have there we go. You're asking about... Let me get this put away first. <laughs> what is he wearing, actually? Is it just the belt? Or <laughs> is there a little bit more going on here? <laughs> Meredith, we have welcomed a new player to the table this season. Why don't you talk a bit about your experience with having Jeremy at the table? I'm so glad that you pegged me to talk about Jeremy. So... Yeah, we, you guys know we started the season with just Bash and Tira and then whatever NPCs Rhett could muster because we couldn't find anybody who was available to get started with us. And then about halfway through, I suppose, Something maybe a little like more that, than yeah. that, Rhett had the idea to add Jeremy and Jeremy was down to, to give it a go. I wasn't sure. I had it in my head that it was going to be maybe like a three or four episode arc, something like that. And I tell you, from from the very first episode that we recorded with Jeremy, and he first started his character of Dim then Dimitri, later Sekhmet, I was just I was just I was blown away by how well he knew his character already and how well he just took the story in hand and took off. And I thought for sure that he and Rhett had gotten together and gotten like laid down some of these political backgrounds and some of these like characters relationships. And Rhett was like, Nope. He was making that up on the fly and I was trying to roll and I thought, really? Because it was like, it was so intricate and it was so fascinating and it was so good. And I'd be, you guys, you know, we've, we've mused many times that we wish this was kind of a video podcast because there was, there was sometimes that Jeremy would be going, I'd just be sitting here at my mic just staring like, wow. I was so like blown away by the things, the intrigue that he brought. I mean, yeah. he just jumped in so ready. Um, yeah. It and was amazing. I've noticed several times during your editing, as you go through the individual tracks to clean them up prior to the final cut, um, you're just like, he is just so quick. Everything he says, it's just like bang, 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 bang. Yeah. And that's he been is a lot of very fun to quick, see. Yeah. He yeah. has very quick wit in whatever capacity, both in snide side comments and in character. I mean, 
just many times when I am editing individual tracks, I will be laughing out loud yeah. at things yeah. that he says. We spend a lot of time laughing during it. We do. We do. And before this, I don't think we've gone into a storyline that took us into like a mafia crime boss family area. So Which I mean, this again, is, he made up yeah. at the table. We, we, we've like, not done that. Ah! Yeah, so that was that's cool. So yeah, cool. A lot of fun. Yeah. It's added a lot of dimension to the game and I've I've really enjoyed opening the world to each of you to just say, make it yours. And it's been a lot of fun to see Vardalon come to life as a result of that. So thank you for that. And enjoy these Jeremy moments. I barely escaped. Uh in Jala, Jala, T'Challa, Jama, Jama. It was over the phone. There was a lot of wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was able to escape Jama. Mage Hand is really a little bit of another level of being intentional about magic, and so I've kind of intentionally held off on that. Although it can do a lot of different things. I can distract someone with a hand. I can tickle their butt while I stab them in the neck. Yes. So all of that, all of that sneak attack damage um, is 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 even is even more available to me. Over here, you fools. We'll start there. Pop pop piss piss. <laughs> the water snake slides into your DMs. <laughs> Okay, and then I have a very short segment for me. Can we well, talk about Thump? Let, let, let me start. Let me start here. <laughs> no one wants to talk about Reddit. No. Yeah. Let's talk about Thump. I think I have learned a lot in running this game. A lot about being a DM. In fact, I've been thinking recently about doing a top things that I've learned running this game as a way of encouraging new aspiring dungeon masters to give it a shot. Because I mean, you're going to make mistakes. I have made who knows how many mistakes <laughs> doing this. But it's been a lot of fun. It's been even more fun to see the world that Thane and I developed in skeletal form walking around the block uh, to having other people with their own ideas and thoughts building on it. So it's been a lot of fun to see that world become something more than I ever thought it would be. So I, I thank you for being a part of this game and for enjoying it like you have. I was going to say, uh, I think one of the <laughs> one of the things you must have learned DMing this game is how to switch between NPC character voices. Right. <laughs> because sometimes, particularly before we added Jeremy to the game, it was just the two of us. I mean, you'd be sitting there having whole conversations with yourself as two or three <laughs> different NPCs. Well, I have two different cameras, so I can be good Smeagol and bad yeah, Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, you have actually done a really great job of populating the world with NPCs specific to their region, specific to kind of their characters' quirks, some very memorable ones that have become fan favorites that now get dredged back up a bunch, <laughs> mentioning no names. <laughs> you don't have to. Uh, but um, that has been really good, I think. Uh, as much as we have contributed to gameplay through our characters. And Jeremy said, let's talk about Thump. Well, that is talking about Red. <laughs> Thump is kind of a, what, a DM PC? Because yes. he's not like, he's not really an inconsequential non-player or player character. 
So he's basically another character at the table who's being played by the DM. So he's really doing double duty, running the game and playing a fully fledged character. Well, the reason I said we should talk about it is because we always forget to. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> In so many ways, like Thump ceases to exist until we need him. It's like, oh, 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 yeah, oh where was Thump? Oh, oh, we, yeah, we yeah, left yeah. him. He was, he was watching the boat. He was doing his thing. <laughs> Thump is very different, too, because he doesn't speak. Right. We know that he can, at least a few words, but he... He speaks in smell, which I, I, I don't, did you come up with that? Or? No. Okay. Um, I think I've mentioned this throughout the course of the show. Um, back in the nineties, there was a book from, by TSR at the time that okay. was the owner of D and D, uh, called curse of the Azure bonds. And one of the characters in it was dragon bait who was a, he was called a Soriel. So this lizard like man before Dragonborn, that's what, that was the closest approximate, and he, he would communicate through smell. So mm. whenever he was happy, you would smell baked bread in the room or other things. And I just thought, that is so cool. Because I just thought, you know, language is so many, communication to just mm. take so many different forms. Well, he reappeared more recently in the, uh, the campaign setting for Tomb of Annihilation. He is a, an NPC that can pop up throughout that game. Even before that book came out, I was thinking, you know, it'd be fun to have that form of communication in this. I think it's far enough removed that a lot of people would have forgotten about that. And so having Thump as a part of this world was fun. And part of the fun was watching you all try and puzzle through what in the world is he even saying Saying, yeah, with his smell. <laughs> right. Uh, and moving very quickly from that thumping things to try and get your attention to then the more complex and open to interpretation smell format was fun so thump is a really fun character from that standpoint and i think it's neat that you don't have to i'm not trying to you know be mean or anything that you don't have to have a different voice i know you've got several npc voices that have existed for a long time and with in the case of thump you don't ha you aren't you don't have to like balance that right now that's something that you you can talk about what he does and so he he functions as a sort of stand in the gap character um, because you don't have to have this voice for him. He does speak in the smells. He does have things he does, but it, it allows it so that you don't have to try to do too much of the heavy lifting. Yeah. Yeah. It helps for me to say there's this smell in the air instead of having to come up with exact wording because uh, it's been fun for me to say uh, you smell damp stone and Meredith will say, oh, that's okay, Thump. She, so yeah. she's responding to an unspoken statement with something more explicit. Right. And I thought, oh, yeah. Stamp Stone yeah. is like his Yeah, very R2-D2. Yeah. Very R2-D2. Yeah, yeah. And I tell you what, if we ever lose her, her smell key... Oh my goodness! That's what, sometimes when I can't find it, I start panicking. I'm like, oh, no, 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 wait, wait, wait! Because stop I wrote nothing everything. down. Yeah, I'll be like, stop everything. Where is my spell key? Because I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. Regarding Rhett's ability to DM, I have said this to him privately. Um, DMing is a daunting task in theory. Just the idea of how how does one balance the two extremes of sandboxing with no structure or railroading where all you're doing is forcing people down a single path. And I think that Rhett balances those two things in a way that very few DMs I've worked with have. But the, my favorite thing about Rhett's ability to DM is the fact that he is able to roll with all of the idiocy that I bring. <laughs> I've, I've broken other DMs with my silly characters or silly decisions and made it so that they didn't know how to handle some of the things that were going on. And I've always appreciated the fact that it does not matter how ridiculous, 
how insane or how inane <laughs> I do something, Rhett not only works with it, but he makes it work in the game. So some of the stuff, as far as the some of the the like the family creation, that was just me being silly, but it worked. And because, but it's not going to work with every DM because if the if another DM did not have that planned out, that would not have worked for the way he was doing. But Rhett says, okay, well that's part of the game now. That's I mean, it came out of your head, but that's now canon. And and that ability to work with brand new stuff and then immediately connect that to what was existing is something that not every DM can do. And I'm very thankful for it for doing that. For the most part, I don't know what you have planned out and what you do not during gameplay. It's only after the fact you're like, that did not go anywhere (laughs) where I planned. Or or the rare occasions when I like there was a time where I decided to just jump off and go someplace. And the look on your face was blank and you said, Okay. Uh, and then we went on with it, but yeah. you were able to just pick it up quickly yeah. and adapt. So yeah, no, it, this is, it's, it's a, it's just a really cool, cool game. That's all part of the improv mindset of yes. And where somebody presents something and you're like, okay, that's it now. And then this happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I've said it before. I'll say it after this too, but uh, whenever you all challenge me that way, that's when I get to play uh, because you throw these curveballs at me and I don't know that, that, that it's even coming. Um, it's just fun to be able to react to that. And of course, one of the beauties of podcasting is I can say, uh, I need a moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> and then we fix it. Uh, or yeah, at least fix we... Fix it in post. Yeah, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> or it gives me time to think about it. So sometimes there is a, we'll, fi- uh, we'll fix it in post, but there's also sometimes where he just goes like, straight up, we'll do it live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we hope you will enjoy this small selection of my goofs. I hate this index. (laughs) Everything I look for first, it says go somewhere else. (laughs) See under action. All right, I am going to um, try this. Let me look up the rules for grapple. Okay. In fact, if you want to look it up in the player's handbook. And is that like spelled like apple, but with a GR in front of it? That would be grapple. Good. C attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. C attack without weapon. C one ninety five. Oh, it's a direct reference. What? That never because happens. you're not looking at it. When you when you want to grab a creature, you're closer to okay. the east, and you're about a third of the way into the cavern from the east. Okay, so he's nowhere near a wall, basically. Correct. At this point. Yeah, not okay. near enough for a lot of things. For a lot of things. Not not near enough for a lot of things. Object of my defection. I'm going to read this to you, Michael. Okay. No one else listen. For the bag of tricks. That I'm about to read to you. (laughs) The color of the pen that I hold in my hand. That's in the Dungeon Master's Guide? Yes. Hello, stackers. Welcome to season five. We are actually, uh, let me start that over. (laughs) Before we go, (laughs) we're a little rusty if you can't tell. (laughs) Hello, stackers, and welcome to another bit of, I'm going to try that again. No. Otherwise, there is no other sound on this rocky promontory but the distant crash of waves below. 
If there are any other trees looking to attack you, they have been stilled by your display of power. The rustling that had filled the area with a leafy susurration has stopped. It's the sound of leaves. It's one of those. It's 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 like a it's on a monopatic. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you call a cat. Well, that's it for our first round of bloopers. We hope you enjoyed that and look forward to part two next week. (laughs) Oh, it is that kind of show. (laughs) It is that kind of show.